0: Welcome, PathFolk, to the Find the Path Ventures actual play of the War for the Crown Adventure Path, Episode 2. Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, we made it through the first episode and nobody died.
0: Nobody died.
2: Wow. I mean, <laughs> I mean if somebody died in the first, ep- anyway. We I didn't know. even roll dice. I was going to say, I don't yeah. think a single
0: dice was rolled the entire of the first episode. <laughs> so yeah, we're back once again. Uh, welcome back. I am your host and Game Master, Rick Sandage. I am joined by the esteemed Jessica Jenkins. That's uh, me. The equally esteemed Jordan Jenkins. hey The indomitable Heather Allen. Hey-o. The uh, reputable. Rachel Sandage, and the valorous Ross Scoggin. Are we all I ran out of other things comic to throw in <laughs> 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 It's
3: like the Invincible okay. Iron
0: Man, the... the yeah. Invincible <laughs> Iron Man, the, the incredible, incredible Hulk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the uncanny Jordan Jenkins. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> wow, okay.
0: Uh, so yeah, welcome back as we continue our playthrough of the War for the Crown adventure path. Uh, so when last we left our heroes, uh, we had literally only just begun. Mm-hmm. Our five noble lords and ladies had gathered themselves together and made The long trek from their various estates across the face of Tal'Dor to the capital of the First Empire, the city of Opara, the Gilded City. Upon arriving they had made their way to the Lazy Lion Café. The Gilded City
4: should be a pretty strong red flag for
0: anybody familiar with American history. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Upon uh, arriving, they had all met up once again for the first time in 25, well, technically 20 years because they had met uh, previously at the, the funeral of Prince Carius. However, mm-hmm. the first time in uh, 25 years that they had actually exchanged more than a few pleasantries uh, as they sat down, ate some cheese, drank a little bit of wine, all that stuff that fancy people do. Mm-hmm. Uh, before, if I, remember,
1: uh, if I remember right, uh, Heather, you had brandy, right? No, I had brandy. Was,
2: yeah, I had wine. Oh, yeah,
1: you had the brandy. Okay, I was like, somebody didn't get wine.
2: Verity had brandy. Well,
0: I think. I think, Yeah. I think, uh, or,
2: uh, Oliver, and Felix got tea. They yep. did. They I like didn't.
0: that. Heather's already beginning to a last name. Yes. Yes.
4: <laughs> <Darahan. laughs> <laughs> the Darhan. And the in and the. Oh, jeez. What is Felix's last? That's fire. That's fire. Thank you.
5: I mean, come on. I do love me a a, a weird letter in a name. So <laughs> it's
0: true. Z is very unusual.
5: I, that's why I loved it. <laughs>
4: that's why it's
0: worth so much in Scrabble? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, you had all gathered uh, together at the Lazy Lion Cafe, where you'd been summoned by a letter from a mutual friend from years and years ago, one Martella Lothid, and I'd actually met up with the said uh, Martella Lothid, which is where we had left the episode off. So I suppose we should just jump back into things. This is early on, so there's not really a whole lot to recap right now.
6: But we met. We talked. Apparently, Isn't I traumatized Italian? Oliver in the past. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
0: mildly, mild mildly. traumatization.
6: As you do when you're children.
0: <laughs> so, supposed to uh, to set the scene once again. The five of you have been led up to the upper floors of the Lazy Lion Inn. Sorry, the Lazy Lion Cafe. I keep wanting to say "in" because mm. it sounds like an inn. It does. Like the does Lazy mess. Lion, like someplace you'd go to take a nap.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Although there probably is like a fainting room or something here.
6: Yeah, fainting room.
0: <laughs> oh my! This
6: is where we put all those ladies in corsets.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you've had one glass of wine. Please make your way to the fainting room.
4: <laughs> I'm fine. Like oh wood. no, you won't be in a moment. I just—it happens all the we'll time. We'll wake you
0: up with a light powdering in an hour.
1: And a, a sniff of cocaine.
0: And a sniff. Yeah. Or snuff, I guess. Sorry. They, they call it
1: snuff in in proper circles.
0: Yes, in a proper. This mm-hmm. <laughs> proper. All of you have been led into and introduced upon your arrival as you made your way into the blue room, uh, the aptly named blue room. This beautifully appointed private meeting room with a large circular table in the center covered in a variety of different breads, cheeses, uh, wine bottle off towards the side. uh, Numerous different small jams with those tiny little forks or not tiny little forks, those tiny little knives for your jams Mm. in the tiny little jars, too, I imagine. Yep, the tiny little, uh, well, they, I'm sure they've got like proper spread things set up for you. It's self serve, though, so this is very uh, relaxed as far as all of I was going to say, quite <laughs> yeah. rustic then.
6: Like commoners.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Like we're a bunch of equals. <laughs> <laughs> your hostess had stood to your feet. Again, Lady Lothied is uh, dark skinned, dark eyed, uh, with auburn, wavy hair held back by a gold diadem uh, set with pearls. Uh, Wearing what all of you would consider to be a a simple and reserved necklace of uh, gold chain with sapphires. And a simple blue and white dress. uh, Simple by Taldane standards. Elegant but reserved, one might say. Ah. The maitre d' had brought all of you in. And then after introducing all of you, much like an extraordinarily skilled, the extraordinarily skilled gentleman he's proved himself to be the epitome of uh, eloquence and etiquette, had bowed out of the room, sliding it closed with one fluid motion. Oh,
1: that's a practice. Well-oiled
0: hinges, so it's silent. Utterly silent. Uh, So you had been left in this room uh, as all of you stand, I suppose, for a couple of moments as uh, Lady Lothied had greeted you, the soft chirping sound of a about six-inch mechanical Mm. grasshopper sitting on the table, letting out a soft, dull chirping. Literally crickets as all of you stand here for a long moment.
2: (laughs) I think she'd asked us if we were ready to save Tal'Dor. I think yeah, that's so how she it she had, Yeah, she like, did Wait, ask us that.
0: Really? Really? Yep.
2: And we were all kind of like, you know, I
5: think we are.
6: What do you have in mind?
0: As the as the help has left the room, she drops a little bit of her reserved demeanor, breaks into a smile, comes forward and hugs each of you warmly as I suppose you exchange some quick uh, pleasantries. Well, I'm so pleased that you could make it.
6: How could we deny that summons?
0: <laughs> well, you never know people change. And mm-hmm. it was my hope, of course, that you had not. And I see that I'm correct.
5: Well, some of us changed for the better.
0: Mm. Hopefully all of us have grown a little bit.
1: I mean, technically we've all grown. We're all taller.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay,
5: literal Literally man. grown, yes.
0: <laughs> like weeds. <laughs> Please? She gestures towards the chairs.
5: Yep, the fig jam seat. is
0: particularly lovely.
5: Hmm. Not gonna say no to some fig jam.
0: <laughs> and feel free, of course, to speak candidly. I've taken measures to ensure our privacy. She taps the cricket as she walks by. Huh. Does that have anything to do with the, the, the grasshopper? Yes. Uh, that's um, why
5: she tapped it.
0: Ah, fascinating. What is it? It's um, an invention of my own making. Mm. I mm. know I didn't when last we were all together. She takes a seat taking some bread, beginning to spread some jam on it. I know when last we were all together I didn't have a, a particular set of skills, but um, my interest in mathematics and mechanics has uh, expanded since then. So I've started uh, developing my own little safety measures.
4: Delightful. And if her daughter gets kidnapped, she can stick these grasshoppers on. I know, right? She's just like, (laughs) deploy locust swarm. (laughs) Verity
6: will sit
2: as far from Cornelius as possible.
1: (laughs) Yep, that's fair.
2: Gwen makes herself a plate and then slides into a seat next to Verity and kind of raises an eyebrow but doesn't say anything. (laughs) I see that look and I give you a look like I'll tell you later.
1: <laughs> Cornelius like sits sits on one end, Verity's on the other, and everybody else gets to pick sides. Why will are they pick picking sides? Who knows?
5: <laughs> Felix is ignoring it and she is just like, ooh, jam. <laughs>
4: Why Oliver suppose. will get some food and then sit, I suppose, by Cornelius, as that's probably the only open spot left. So. Yay, Oliver's a good man. Eh, I don't mind sitting by Cornelius him. Cornelius
1: and Oliver are going to be the bestest of buds. Gwen
2: doesn't have anything against Cornelius. She's just like, what the heck is going on, y'all? She wants the tea. That's what she wants. Well, I mean, I have tea. Scald would want uh,
0: the tea. I <laughs> t- think literal.
2: Look, once an opera diva, always an opera diva, okay?
0: <laughs> so obviously introductions aren't in, in order. I suppose all of you take a moment to to sip your tea, eat a little Mm. bit uh, of a light fare. Uh, There is some wine here, although it is rather light wine.
6: We still have our drinks from the other room, I imagine. Yeah, I was going to say, I assume
4: we took our drinks with us. So other than inventing things,
0: what have you been up to? Um, Mostly working with the princess. Mm. Eutropia and I have been doing what we can to help Tal'Dor over these last few years. Mm. Aided her for a time when she was working as the ambassador to Andoran, although that's Nation is not exactly my, not exactly my cup of tea.
3: <laughs>
4: last I heard, they threw it all into a harbor somewhere.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, you one. know what? let's go ahead and actually do some dice rolling here. Uh, anyone that oh, wishes <laughs> to may go ahead and make me a knowledge nobility to know what you've heard pertaining towards Martella Lothied over these last couple of years.
6: Oh god, I am not paying attention to her at all. I rolled a three for a ten. Dude, I rolled
1: a three for an 11.
4: No.
2: <laughs> I roll a 12 for a 20.
6: Well, thank God somebody can roll.
2: I rolled a 15 for a 22.
4: And Oliver rolled a 14 for a 23.
5: Ooh, okay. okay. Some
3: Very of nice.
4: us know what's going on. That's great. So um,
0: Cornelius Verity, neither of you have really kept up with the uh, the rumors, the accomplishments, or anything else pertaining towards Martella Luthied. Uh, both of you are, of course, aware, as is everyone here, that the uh, wealthy Lothied family has been a strong supporter of the Stavians for the last hundred years. Mm. They have a long family tradition of arcane magic, adding to the wealth and prestige. All things that you, more or less, it's nothing that you hadn't already learned during your summer spent at the uh, the Palace of Birdsong, in the uh, as guests of the family Lothied. For the rest of you, learning a little bit more, even from your childhood time spent with Martella, Oliver, Felix, and uh, Gwen are all aware that Martella is of course the black sheep of the family, Mm -hmm. uh, being the result of an extramarital uh, affair with a Kadiran diplomat uh, by her father, Mm. um, and 100% lacking her family's gift for magic, uh, adding to their general resentment, leading to her being disowned in all but name uh, from her family once she had graduated, basically once she had become an adult. All three of you are also aware that despite her family's disdain, Martella still commands some wealth and has extensive contacts Uh, having attended the Sonora Academy and made numerous friends there, Tal'Dor's most exclusive school for girls, uh, alongside of the Princess Eutropia. And a rumor surrounds her that she serves as, depending on whether or not you believe the positive or negative rumors, Mm. either Eutropia's enforcer Mm. or, for lack of a better term, her spymaster. Mostly, the princess and I have been involved for years, pushing for the Senate's potential repeal or, at the very least, addendum to primogeniture after the death of her brother and the Grand Prince's attempt to marry Princess Utopia to High Strategius Patherius.
2: oh, rumor is he's in town and that's back on.
0: Uh, Hopefully not. Certainly not the second part of that rumor, but yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he is, in fact, when, back in town. Martella,
1: Martella's like, uh, no, I talked to Utopia <laughs> just this morning. Not happening.
0: <laughs> I believe the princess had informed me that she finds him both um, politically and morally repulsive.
6: That, that tracks, I think.
0: The princess and I have worked for years to attempt to repeal or change primogeniture, and now it seems that our years of work are coming to fruition.
6: Oh uh, yeah, the Fantastic.
0: vote. I suppose that's where we come in. Precisely. Oliver, always straight to the point. <laughs> she reaches down, picks up a small, beautiful bag, opens this, produces from this five badges, uh, hands all of these to the next person so each of you can pass them along the line. Hmm. Okay. Each one of these badges, these brooches, are beautiful bronze devices bearing the heraldry of a Taldain noble family. Uh, any of those of you who wish may make me a knowledge nobility.
1: I will. to roll rolling a lot of knowledge nobility. There Expect to see a lot of that.
2: A thirteen for a twenty.
1: I rolled a ten for an eighteen for
4: Cornelius.
2: I roll a twelve again for a twenty. I roll a five for a twelve.
4: I rolled a nineteen for a twenty-eight. All right, oh, Darhan. Jeez, Darhan knows what's up. Apparently,
6: now we are just going to call him Darhan because Heather started it.
4: Yeah. I didn't mean, to, I'm <laughs> sorry. I mean, I, that's
0: fine with me. It's like being called Belmont. I'm okay with that.
5: Fair. You must be the Belmont.
0: None of the rest of you recognize this. Uh, the heraldry on this. It appears to be a unicorn battling against a Lenorm. The Lenorm wrapped huh. around the unicorn, the unicorn's hoof about to strike the dragon atop the head. That's rad. Uh, on a beautiful yeah. bronze pin that could be attached as a brooch to one's clothing or cloak. Mm. The sole exception to this is uh, Oliver, who, of course, oh, is God. well read in history, uh, particularly military history, mm. uh, and recognizes this as the crest of House Voritas a famed house uh, responsible for great deeds during the Shining Crusade. Where did you find these? I have connections. These are Senator Aid badges. These belonged once to the staff of the long-dead Senator Voritas, whose family line was involved in the Senate for nearly a thousand years before dying out about a century ago.
6: Ah. So that's how we'll get into the Senate. To the Senate? To the Senate.
0: <laughs> the badge is basically a, uh, a pass, if you will. The badges will allow anyone to gain access within. The Senate doesn't, in fact, make new badges, but simply allow senators to use badges of previous senators. Huh. It's a mean by means by which to maintain the history, as it were. Mm-hmm. Wearing these, anyone there will assume that you are an aide, um, or at the very least a guest of a senator there, despite the fact that you are in fact there on behalf of no senator at all.
5: But no one needs to know that.
0: Of course. In addition, it does have some magical features that may be of some use while we're all mm. working together. I suppose you each kind of pin these on as you take mm. them. Yeah. Yeah. Each one of these are attuned as part of a set. She pulls out one that looks fancier as it is silver than the rest of yours. Mm. And this is the Master Senator Badge. Any of you while wearing your badge can receive telepathic communications from me.
5: Oh my God, we're Charlie's angeling this.
0: What? <laughs> They are somewhat limited, much in the way that, uh, from what I understand, many magical means of communication are. Uh, Once you've received the message, you have one minute to respond and can only reply with 25 words.
5: Fair enough.
1: Okay, so it gives them the message spell. Cool.
0: Uh, We'll be able to send up to 10 telepathic messages per day. Hmm. Well, 10 telepathic messages during this party.
6: That's handy.
0: Mm. Once I send the message, you can respond back, but you cannot send a message to me. It's a one-way form of communication, but then you can reply back when I s- open the channel, if you will. Uh, in addition to this, uh, while I am wearing this, I'll know the approximate direction to all of you, hmm. so I'll be able to find you more easily. If you have not been to the Taldane Senate, it is a massive structure.
6: All right. So you've given us a very handy tool, um, and, a means of and I'm entrance. assuming we're lobbying, but it can't be that simple.
0: It's not. But before we move on, I do want to warn you that due to the nature of these badges and the fact that not all of them are accounted for, the guards are more wary of visitors wearing the badges of extinct lines, given the ease with which a rabble rouser or assassin could, of course, use this system. Mm. So as such, I would be very careful interacting with any of the guards there. The Grand Prince himself is to be in attendance this evening. So ah. security will be particularly high, especially once the Orphan Guard arrive.
5: Oh, mm. oh the Huskies! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Still calling them that. Well,
5: it was a funny joke to start with, and it just stuck over the years. And then my daughter calls them that as well. So,
4: I wonder oh, passing why.
2: on the tradition.
4: Very lucky the Orphan Guard have such a good sense of humor.
1: Well, those two did. I don't think she calls them that to their face. (laughs) Definitely not. We're adults now. We get in trouble for that. Yeah, true.
5: We got away with a a lot during that summer.
0: (laughs) So, yes, Verity, there are a number of reasons why I've called all of you here. Mostly because as skilled as I am in statecraft, I cannot be everywhere at once. And while we believe that we have already whipped up enough votes, there are certain outliers that need to be addressed. Hence why I've called all of you here.
4: And even if you have whipped up enough votes, nothing spells success quite like excess, I find. so
0: True. And also, <laughs> especially when it comes to the views of the populace, a narrow margin adds to division. Mm. An overwhelming vote, however, will quiet even the most vocal opponent to the equality that we're pushing for. For the noble families, the noble women across all of Taldor to be able to properly inherit their family lines and fortunes. Hmm. Alright. So then, first off our, our primary agenda of course is, assur- is ensuring that the vote against primogenture happens without any complications.
3: Are, are there expecting? specific...
5: Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, Gwen and I are on the same page. Are we expecting any specific problems? This
0: is Taldane politics at the highest level. So, yes, there will always be complications. How dramatic depends on the players involved. Mm -hmm. And considering that this is something overturning 6,000 years of precedence, I would expect people to be very dramatic.
6: Do we know who is like the most vocally against this? Like, would we have heard anything about that?
0: Uh, You are aware that.
6: I imagine like traditionalists are against it, but I don't know if we know any names to go with that
0: basically the Old Guard of Tal'Dor are mostly known. There's not a huge name um, going against it, although of course many of them have pressed uh, for years for the Grand Prince to do something drastic, such Mm. as adopting a child uh, to be the next heir, instead of so that the Rabble Rouser Utropia is no longer actually in the running, Mm. uh, even if he does adopt like if he adopted someone, let alone if he adopted someone older than Utropia Mm. which would guarantee that they would now be the eldest child as well that being said, uh, anytime that Taldora has adopted, a Taldane Grand Prince has adopted someone. It inevitably leads to political strife and turmoil when that person becomes the new Grand Prince. Mm. I mean, yeah,
4: is he legitimate? Who knows? Or somebody else is like, yeah, but like I'm but actually I have a related. Claim, to, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. well, yeah, he adopts somebody to you know get Eutropia out of the way, and then when the adoptee gets made Grand Prince, all the other nobles with even a slight claim to it can try mm-hmm. to seize the throne. That's the, you know, that's the easiest way to get an opening.
4: Yeah. I actually have royal blood. What about this guy? Come Mm -hmm. on.
0: So I suppose uh, to go over a couple of the the tasks that I have for you. And of course, um, I would ask that you can, of course, work together to perform uh, any of these tasks. There are a number of them that uh, need to be done this evening. Although that being said, it may be best for you to divide and conquer. I'll Mm -hmm. leave that to your own discretion, says... I've only called you here because I know all of you are skilled individuals, which I can trust.
3: Hmm.
0: So suppose for starters, she reaches down, uh, takes out a small piece of paper, opens this up, kind of glances over. Like she's brought her own notes, as it were. <laughs> <Very> good.
1: <laughs> hey.
0: All right. So for starters, Duke Sentimus and Countess Arabella Pace. Both of these are senators, and it's unknown whether or not they support Utopia's bid to end and while their votes will be apparent after the Senate convenes, I want you to discover their positions in advance, as well as the reasons each noble hold that position, and quite possibly whether or not you can... Sway? Yes.
6: Mm. Countess Abriel Pace. I like that name. Mm-hmm. That's a
1: really
0: cool name. Secondly, the orchestrations of Princess Utopia have swayed a great number of reluctant senators to her side, and we require... Well, I've had to use a vast web of influence to maintain that. I would like you to make a impression on Baron Nicolas O'Kara and remind him of certain debts <laughs> that he owes me.
1: Oh, that sounds like a little intimidation. <laughs> I specialize in that.
0: I do not need to tell you exactly what those debts are. Mm. He will know when you tell him. I see. Uh, mm.
6: That kind of debt.
0: He is not a senator. Uh, he is here as a guest of the High Strategos. Oh, mm. Oh. His war record and general popularity, however, make him an influential figure. One whose reputation helps sway a number of otherwise neutral votes. Mm. I simply want to make certain that he will not get cold feet here at the last moment. All right. Next, I need someone to discredit a few prominent senators backing primogeniture. Not necessarily to sway their votes, but to undercut their influence after the vote. Hmm. I've already attempted to sway them myself. They did not agree with my viewpoints. And let me simply say that there's not a way that doesn't sound gauche, but uh, they need to understand that there are repercussions for their choices. Of
4: like course. perhaps moving the possessions one inch at a time per day over the course of several weeks.
2: How <laughs> is your brother? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have not spoken to my brother in some decades now. I was going to say,
1: way to bring up a. a an, well,
2: uh, I'm hoping she was going to say that he's just like...
1: In an in
0: insane uh, asylum or something. Yes, <laughs> he's got
2: really good at locking his door. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: After the, um, after the death of my father, my brother is now Count.
2: Oh, mm. that's unfortunate.
0: And uh, I have not been allowed to return to the Palace of Birdsong.
2: Can we discredit him?
0: Well, that's neither here nor there. He has no th- power this far to the south. But I do need you to create a scandal surrounding one of the major opponents to the repeal mm-hmm. of primogeniture. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I just, it's funny to me. I like this. <laughs> First, I'll need you to identify any of the prominent senators backing primogeniture. After which, I'll need you to spread rumors. Perhaps mm. manufacturing or co-oping some uh, damning evidence mm. on the fly, as it were. Get mm. inventive. Hmm. Next, (laughs) I need someone to keep tabs on political rivals and update me if they change their tactics. Most notably, as we have mentioned him on numerous occasions, the High Strategos Maxilar Pytherius. I'll need one of you to stay close to the military commander, watching for unusual behavior or listening for snippets of his conversation, and warn me if he takes any unusual actions. You'll also need to remain unobtrusive
5: yeah, that's not going to be me, just
0: That's that not right going to be me either, yeah.
5: <laughs> that's not going to be me, because
6: my perception is zero.
4: My is zero. Uh, <laughs> I hate to say this, but I'm also
0: bad at all of these things. Oh, no. Oh, no. We
1: found the party weakness in episode two.
0: <laughs> well, we're all flashy, okay? Last of the major tasks I need, O'Kahedion Vernissant is a ah. staunch opponent of Princess Eutropia. Mm. The Earl plans to unveil a collection of items belonging to his grandfather, this evening to be added to the Senate's gallery. This includes a detailed book of the Vernissant family history and genealogy. I would like one of you to find the book in the artifact restoration, inspect it for any embarrassing family history, and make the others aware. This would of course work quite well with the uh, let us simply say undermining activities and rumor mongering to embarrass the prominent supporters of uh-huh. Primogeniture. Mm. The book is going to be unveiled just before the Senate vote. So whomever does this will need to do this relatively quickly. Mm. Uh, One last thing, I suppose. Um, And this is more of a lack of an easier term, a bonus. I could use assistance coordinating between various politicians. Usually I would have people to help me do this. uh, But unfortunately, I've, of course, exhausted my number of Senator aid badges getting all of you in. Mm. I have some others that plan on joining in the gallery however I cannot guarantee their attendance particularly as a vast majority of those who show up to actually witness the vote today will be turned away or Mm. held up at the door Mm. that would include noble members of my let us simply say connections Mm. so as such I would need uh, those of you capable and discreet to run communications between uh, various allied politicians right. so on the mechanic side, uh, each of you are aware of the skills required to do all of these. Uh, the last one uh, requires no skill, so if you're good at nothing else, you can run <laughs> these. But this is, of course, a, a bonus, if you will. Sweet. Okay. Overall, tonight promises to be an historic evening. But an evening of work, nonetheless, for myself and, uh, unfortunately, for each of you. And in the sort of work that uh, we're all embarking upon, the line that divides success and failure is drawn by the people you know. Which is why all of you are here. I know each of you have not communicated a great deal with one another in the last few decades, but I know all of you are the same noble spirits that I met in childhood, the same people who would stand up and defend the young bastard daughter of a family. I'm counting on you to support one another and to ensure success and discretion, and I hope that you can count on me. I hope that this will be the beginning of something grander. As do I. After tonight, Princess Eutropia will be in line to be Grand Princess Eutropia. And she has servants and guardians, the Guard to protect her, nobles and wizards at her beck and call. But what she does not have are people that she can trust. I have watched all of you from a distance, and I believe you are those people. For tonight, if you need assistance, kindly ask for it. Aid one another, just as we did when we were children. Understood. If I can be perfectly honest... I would like to, for just once in my adult life, simply enjoy a gala that I attend rather than scamper about with clandestine busy work. But this is the lot I've been given.
4: Perhaps after this one, then.
0: Perhaps. And believe me when I say I know that each of you are working towards various goals in your own personal lives. Goals that I hope the appreciation and gratitude of a simple lady such as myself, but more importantly, a future Grand Princess may be able to get the ball rolling on. Hmm. Also, I trust the activities won't occupy your entire evening. So by all means, enjoy the party. It'll be an excellent opportunity for each of you to make new contacts, potentially friends, as close as you can get to friends inside of the Taldane Senate. True.
4: <laughs>
6: What's more fun than politicking?
0: I could think of any number of
4: things. Oh. Yes. As can oh, I.
0: Feel free to, of course, advance your own political ambitions, but do be discreet. Fair. Yeah. How is the princess doing these days? Eutropia is taxed. It has been a difficult number of years, and watching the slow deterioration of her father's mind has not been easy for her. I, I
5: He was a good man.
0: Yes. You, of course, each knew him before this Change. paranoia set in. She looks pensively down, takes another piece of bread, <laughs> puts some jam yeah. on it. So... She glances towards the window. We have only an hour or so, so let's go ahead and uh, get through any details we wish, and I'll get all of you in line while I go and meet with the princess. The princess will be there this evening, but of course she will be quite busy. Mm. I, she, for the first time, seems to almost fidget for a moment as she brings up a hand and toys with one of the sapphires at her, on her necklace.
2: You haven't told her about
0: this, have you? I have not informed her of your involvement.
1: Hmm. Have you informed her of your, uh, of our, well, deeds that will be done tonight?
0: The princess knows what I do. And I like to maintain a certain degree of uh, plausible deniability where my actions are concerned. Mm. You understand. Fair enough. Yes, I do. While I am more than happy to get down in the dirt. And if you know anything of Princess Utropia, you're aware that she's quite willing to brawl if necessary. (laughs) I like to keep her unbloodied.
3: Mm. Mm.
1: Fair enough. And pulling in people who would be helpful to her while not uh, close, per se, does provide that air.
0: The princess would not have thought to inconvenience childhood friends. I know that you would not view it that way, but she would. Mm. Mm. And so I've simply taken the initiative, as it were. If she paid me, it'd be what she pays me for. <laughs> Fair. There's
1: that part of Cornelius that's that's sitting there going, "Wait, you're not even getting paid for this? <laughs> Dang, that's some loyalty."
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, we're not getting paid for this either. Yeah.
1: yeah, we're getting paid in potential political ambitions. I guess. I guess. Yeah,
4: I guess. So, Exposure? But...
1: Hey, you know what? We God. got paid. We got paid for a, with a trip to Apara. So, I mean, no, we paid for that ourselves.
5: Yeah. We we paid for that ourselves.
1: But well. would you have gone if you weren't invited? <laughs>
0: You got paid Probably with the not. experience. Yeah, uh, we're getting, we're getting, getting paid in experience. We're all a exposure. bunch of interns getting paid with experience. <laughs> we're all about to be level two. <laughs> so. It's like we're level <laughs> one adventurers. Yeah. Jeez. yeah, you get paid with literal experience. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but
4: Martella, I, I know I speak for me, and I assume for the rest of us. When it's this is no trouble at all. I'm glad to be able to do this.
2: It's nice to get out of the
6: house. Mm. Well, uh, Verity's gonna drink the rest of her drink and sit the glass down. Um, I'll volunteer to lean on uh, Baron O'Kara. That's my specialty. I do that all the time.
4: Fair enough. Cornelius
1: will just kind of like was going to say something and then just like says no, like just like shuts his mouth. I don't even look at you.
5: Unfortunately, my experience with senators has just been (laughs) them off, so... Don't do that tonight. Well, I don't intend to, Hmm. but that has been my previous experience. They don't Think infrastructure is important, and it is.
6: Oh, don't even start. Ah, infrastructure is so important. We're gonna talk later.
5: We are. But anyway, that to say, I'm not really good with the schmoozing.
1: Uh, well, my skills, uh, well, they're more arcane, um, less social mm. or skullduggery.
4: Uh, so I suppose I shall be an aide. I mean looking at this I don't think I can do any of these. Um, I can
1: literally do the politicking one that Verity just grabbed or yeah. nothing. I have no skills oh, well, in this section. Well if deception. you want to take that
2: one you could take it. Mm. I have at least a rank in one of the things required for every one of these. Yeah, I can do I can do almost everything on this list. <laughs> Undermine is
6: really not a thing I can do very well, but everything else I can pretty much. The spy thing,
2: I have ranks in sense motive and perception, but I don't have any ranks in disguise or stealth, so he's going to notice me. Yeah, Mm. I've got some sense motive.
0: So to go over a couple of details real quick, and I'll go rapid fire because we're going to talk mechanics real fast. Uh, While you're attending the Exaltation Gullah, which is where you're going, you will, in essence, be getting into um, kind of a dipping your toe into social combat. Mm-hmm. You will each receive a uh, you'll each have a number of social rounds that you can effectively use. As the social rounds pass, that is also the progression of time. Each social round is about 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as such, uh, eventually you will run out of time. During a social round, you can perform one major action each round. This includes influencing an area, influencing a specific NPC, or attempting mission-related skill checks. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you can also travel freely around the Senate grounds between the rounds to investigate and so on and so forth. The Senate building is massive, but travel time does not matter. So your character can travel between any area assumed during that 15 minutes. A PC can attempt an appropriate skill check with each area to attempt an influence check. Uh, Each area will have its own different skills that allows you to influence. This basically means that your character shows up instead of pursuing any of your missions. You hobnob and press the general crowd, etc., etc., make some friends uh, each area will have two thresholds, which represent levels of influence over that area, and then give you bonuses in working in that area. Mm.
4: Okay. Okay, so maybe we have to set some stuff up. For so you might have yeah, to go in there and like make it. some introductions
0: mm-hmm. and everything to give yourself a bunch of bonuses. Yeah, because otherwise, for a lot of these skills, I'm not going to be able to do it. So Yeah. Uh, when the number of points earned by the party as a whole exceeds the threshold of an area, uh, then you'll pr- be provided with uh, information and... Uh, story awards, basically, Mm. uh, based on the uh, area's threshold value. You can also attempt various skill checks to influence NPCs. Some of these are the ones listed here. There are also additional NPCs that may be able to provide you additional information and maybe even other skills that you can use to influence other NPCs. Mm. So, for instance, you could talk to one person and learn from that person that one of your targets loves horses, and then suddenly you can use Handle Animal as a skill check Mm. to influence them instead Mm of your regular skill checks.
5: I
6: see, Getting I
0: see. really into the politicking.
6: Yeah, let's start gotcha. with just a general politicking round. How about that?
0: To continue going also, um, oh, no. you are allowed a, you are also able to do discovery checks. Mm-hmm. This allows a okay. PC to learn uh, one of the skills that can be used to influence a target or a weakness of that target. Mm-hmm. And any other characters with whom they share that information can gain that. So one person can make the discovery, but then, of course, provide the rest of the group that information. Okay. This grants a plus four bonus on future influence checks with said target. Okay. Uh, the exact skill and DC required for a discovery check varies uh, and learning an influence skill normally requires a successful sense motive or knowledge nobility check to learn something about the target fortunately mm-hmm. all of you should have knowledge nobility as a class skill and a plus two bonus because each of you have the noble scion background mm-hmm. yep. yep. so at the very least uh, if you can't do anything else you can go around schmooze and hopefully learn some information about some of your other targets
5: I'm really glad I put stuff in sense motive jeez mm. you know you gotta have sense motive man
0: Uh, Sometimes some targets will require more than one successful skill check to actually Mm. influence them, which means that it might not be. You might have to spend half an hour or maybe even an hour talking to one of these people to actually influence them. Mm. Fair enough. Great. Any failed discovery check or influence check can be attempted again uh, with no penalty. So Mm. in essence, you can have a faux pas, but then you can recover from it as you continue your conversation with them.
5: I feel like
6: we're
4: in
5: Disco Elysium right now. Mm. (laughs) We're
6: in every
4: talk based adventure ever. Oh, if that's the case, then um, I may wish to try to spy on the High Strategos. If you're a military man. Yeah, I may have some. At the very some, least, you can talk to him. Yeah, I mean, I have profession soldier. It's, po- it's
0: possible.
5: And he might that- remember you. <laughs>
0: Oh, good. <laughs> All of you did meet the high strategos uh, 25 yeah, years ago. Like, so Anyway. He, um... he, he might remember me, which would be a bad thing. Yeah, but he, you know he did what? not
6: make a great impression, I don't
0: think. were you that kid that fell off a horse and then fell out of a tree and broke your arm? Right. I joined
4: the infantry, okay?
0: I joined the
4: infantry. I specifically
0: did not join the horse riding part of the military, thank you. Let alone the elephant riding part, because that <laughs> or was Or the tree horrible. climbing part. Or the tree <laughs> climbing part.
2: We're not yes. elves. We don't climb trees during war. Um, there are no trees
0: in Taldor. <laughs> That's a
2: lie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Gwen doesn't mind doing the undermine thing. I have bluff. Go I get have the knowledge tea. history. Yeah, I can go get the tea. Gwen's Gwen's like, I'll go get the tea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I think mm. I think I might just end up concentrating on the aid. Mm. Okay, because I'm not good at really anything else, and then I'll just do a lot of influencing. Yeah, okay. uh, just
0: for each of your own notifications, while. Um, while you do have the um, the quest log here, and the quest log does show like you know zero of one objectives and all the rest of that, uh, each one of these also potentially has secret objectives. So mm-hmm. each one of those oh. quest lines may become more complicated as you get into it because of cool. politics. Cool. Mm. Of
2: course. Gwen's, Gwen's all about the undermining and the creating scandal. She's like, yes. That feels that I really do." True. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs>
6: I can help with scandal later if you need me help.
4: Yeah. And plus, yeah, a lot of times I these things applaud. may, we may learn new information <laughs> that may decide, hey, maybe this person should switch, you know, mm-hmm. and like go do something places. Yeah, but yeah. it
6: sounded like we needed to get the journal early. So that should be an mm-hmm. early thing. And then if we can influence this general guy early to keep his end of the bargain, he'll help influence through the rest
1: of the party. Yeah. yeah.
4: Mm hmm. And I'll just try to keep an eye on the high strategos if I can, but we'll see how that goes. I mean, yeah, and
1: you you have enough of a kind of cover as far as, like, being like, well, I'm a military man, too, you know? I mean,
4: I have a reason to be there at least to start, but I imagine Mm -hmm. if I keep hanging out over time, it's like, didn't you retire? What are you doing here?
6: (laughs) (laughs) Don't ask me any questions. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Just
1: just be like, I I want to shake the hand of such an
4: amazing (laughs) leader. (laughs) Everyone have their (laughs) white gloves in case Uh. we have
6: to duel later.
4: Oh, God. If I have to duel the high so I have a feeling I'm going to
0: die.
6: Yeah, well, don't duel him on purpose.
0: Like, first blood would probably still kill me. <laughs> I suppose all of you uh, chat for uh, basically 15 minutes or so. Uh, you take your social mm. round here. Uh, have a quick discussion <laughs> over who can kind of do what. Get a general idea of what you're going to do. Uh, again, uh, Martella does so much stress that no plan survives contact with the enemy.
6: Mm. Yeah, sure. sure. So, yeah.
0: it's a good it's a good thing that you have a general idea. Like, this is where I'm thinking. But once you hit the ground... Her big thing is, uh, and again, obvious stressing this, but uh, supporting one another. Mm. It's basically, yeah. you know, work together as a team, and you should have no problem figuring out you know, what all you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And on
4: the plus side, it applies to our enemies as well. Their plans don't survive contact with us.
0: That is true. That is true. Uh, so, a few last things to go over before you make your way. As I believe this has been the fir- this will be the first time for each of you to make your way to the, uh, to go to the Senate. Yes. Mm, yep. I've certainly never been invited before. Well, <laughs> oh, it's a, uh, it's a beautiful structure filled with um, a lot of sharks, hmm. figurative. Ah, the okay.
3: <laughs> lotus caldera. <laughs> oh,
0: sorry, Oliver's
4: like, wait, really? It's, it's, like an it's a shark-filled <laughs> boat around the Senate. <laughs> I didn't you bring didn't my Trident or anything. <laughs>
1: oh.
0: the crown. S was included with the letter that I sent to each of you. Uh, understand that there are a number of Senate rules. Mostly to ensure the safety of visiting nobles uh, and occasionally the staff as well. The rules are simply um, that each of you obviously are dressed, she gestures about, uh, in light enough armor that can be worn inside of the Senate building as uh, nothing beyond ceremonial armor or breastplates are allowed within. That Mm -hmm. you are, of course, allowed to bring in your own uh, various potions, scrolls, spell component pouches. She gestures over towards Cornelius. However, spellcasting is not permitted within the building without... Mm -hmm written approval of which, unfortunately, I was not able to get. That's fair. Mm. Usually that's only provided to entertainers, uh, as Mm. there may in fact be some entertainers there to provide some magical displays and things like that. It is a gala, after all.
6: Mm. Ah, like Lady Marilla.
0: I do believe Mm. the lady is going to be in attendance, although obviously she's not going to be entertaining the crowds with prestidigitation.
3: Mm.
0: (laughs) But, understand, even if you're spellcasting for good reason, the Senate Guard will arrest or potentially um, enforce this edict. None of the Senate guards are remotely trained in recognizing spells. Um, and as such, they will not be able to tell the difference between a fireball and a light spell.
3: Mm. Yeah, not a problem. I mean, they we'll both start a with
0: a small circle of light anyway. It's just whether or not it grows. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Each of you obviously have limited yourself to uh, more respectable, polite society weaponry. Mm. I guess each of you probably have a dagger squirreled away somewhere on yourselves. Oh, I've sure, got my yeah. kukri on me, which is yeah.
4: oddly enough the same one that uh, Verity gave me long ago.
6: Ah, so we're real friends. Well, there you go.
0: <laughs> when you arrive, the guards will peacebound your weapons. Mm. This cuts back on the number of duels that happen. <laughs>
4: There. I uh, see.
1: I, I like that she phrased that, cuts back, mm-hmm. not eliminates. Still
4: no. <laughs> oh yeah, no, there's still duels, it's just, you yeah, <laughs> know, not as many. I weapon,
5: slap fight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Slappers only. <laughs> hey, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> kind of, I was going to say, we're playing GoldenEye. <laughs> an
5: anime episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there is a dueling ground uh, beyond the courtyard uh, past mm. the uh, royal apiary where they keep the royal bees. Mm.
6: Well, let's hope we don't need it.
0: Uh, obviously, uh, none of you brought your dogs with you, which is unfortunate because I do love them, but... Mm. They are, of course, not permitted within the Senate, unless they're a service animal. Mm. And lastly, while guests are allowed to freely roam the Senate building uh, when invited, as each of you are, uh, the individual senator's offices are off limits and locked. And suffice to say, without magical aid or the aid of an expert thief, I do not see you in any way getting through those locks. Mm. Well, I don't think we're going to have a reason to go in there. Mechanically speaking, they're DC 40 disabled device, Jeff. Oh, my God. God.
4: I don't Dang. think any of you are
0: managing that at first level. i not a thief.
5: Yeah, definitely not.
0: Do we no. even have any ranks in disabled no. device? No. no.
6: no.
5: no. That, that would be a no. We're nobles. We just
1: pay for things and go in. We don't, like, steal them. We hire the thief. We don't actually do oh, the yes, thieving. Oh, yes, yes. Money will solve the problem, obviously.
0: <laughs> uh, added on to that, uh, no one but the senators and a single aide. Uh, for each senator, is allowed on the Senate floor during the vote. Mm. So once the vote actually takes place, which will be the only thing voted on on this evening, which is- Are we allowed to remain inside the Senate
4: building while the voting takes place, though?
0: Yes. um, Most likely, you'll want to make your way up to the gala, or the gallery, which is Ah. above the Senate floor, where you can view, although there is an area around the back wall if you want to stand there, and guests are allowed down, but of course not on the Senate floor itself. Mm. All right. And by that, I mean guests specifically of the Senate, which this evening are really only Princess Utopia and the High Strategos, Maxilar Pithereus. Oh, that will be interesting. Mm.
2: Yeah, I don't think I want to be in the middle of that. If any of you happen to see my brother, he may have some information that might be useful.
4: All right. Your brother's name again is... um...
2: Ramillard. That's right. He's a paladin of Vergathiel. While he won't be in his armor, he will be wearing his holy symbol and, of course, the house crest. Well, I'm sure he mm-hmm. looks like you. blonde hair.
0: I'm familiar with your brother. I do believe that he does support our uh, our goals. He does. Guinevere's like, I made sure of that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know.
0: Anyone breaking any of the rules of the Senate will be escorted uh, outside by the guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, regaining entry after which shouldn't be too difficult once you uh, explain yourself, um, or considering your station an appropriate donation to mm-hmm. the uh, Senate Guards. Uh, I would say perhaps 25 gold pieces or so would be a uh, Donation, she Ooh. says
2: in quote, you know, air
0: quotes.
6: It's probably best just not to get ourselves kicked out.
0: Yes. If you are escorted off, please explain yourself as quickly as possible mm. and return back to the task at hand.
6: I feel like that will eat one of our 15-minute rounds.
0: Oh, definitely. Uh, we'll <laughs> eat however many rounds it takes you until you make a successful skill check to get back inside or <laughs> give them 25 oh, gold pieces. Jeez. It's like a penalty
5: box. It is like a penalty box.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. The high strategist is having a power play. <laughs> Be really careful, uh, Jordan and Ross. Otherwise, neither with your dice luck, neither of you will ever no. get back inside. No, the battle exactly. the <laughs> That's why I'm like, I'm
1: not casting
4: wow. any magic or that's anything. mean Rick. I mean, he's not wrong. He's though. not wrong. <laughs> you see how we've been
1: rolling? <laughs> Actually, Ross rolled really great. That's true. I'm doing well.
4: Bad. Yeah. But I know the moment that I get out there, my dice luck will immediately turn around. Oh, yeah, because it'll
1: actually matter. Like, and it'll be serious Mm. times. That's when Eh. it goes and falls to pieces. Eh.
0: If pertinent and honestly, uh, knowing all of you not being the shenanigans type of players. If one of you are kicked out, uh, another mm-hmm. player may also choose to go and speak on your behalf to the Senate Guard. Oh, uh, so, that's in essence, like, mm. if all of you want to show up and be like, no, 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 he's our friend. I'm really sorry that he decided to climb a statue or whatever for some stupid <laughs> we'll reason. keep an eye on him. <laughs> we'll he, we'll he guarantee had, that's uh, not going to happen one too many
5: glasses of wine. We'll just make sure that he uh, is cut yeah. off from here on out, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I don't think this will be standard murder hobo fare where it's just like, well, one of us has murdered one of the palace guards. So, um...
6: I guess we kill everyone Quick, now. let's hide the body. <laughs> Quick, this eliminate the rest man. the
0: guard. <laughs> <Yep>. Yeah. <laughs> we must strategically go through. I'm sure at Derek. first level we'll be able to take all of them. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes.
6: And all the senators, too. And
0: oh, all yes. the senators. And the wolf and guard when they show up. <laughs> and,
1: <laughs> like, the gu- and all the
4: guards. Forget losing these
2: people. Let's just kill them all. <laughs> That's how you win. Jaldor.
4: Then we'll vote ourselves. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're that the knows. new senators.
2: <laughs> 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 that's
1: a different Dead kind of thing. Dead shoes after all. You keep what you kill. We're using <laughs> Riddick rules.
0: Oh, was <laughs> Riddick rules. All right. God. So that's what I have. All right. So uh, she glances out the window again. I will go and find the princess. And uh, again, I'll contact you using the aid badges for updates throughout the evening. Right. Very well. If the situation on the ground changes, I mean, may need to meet back up with you. I plan on spending most of the evening carousing and making some contacts in the gallery above the Senate floor. Mm -hmm. She stands to her feet. Thank you all again. I know the type of people that each of you are, but it's still inspiring that when I asked, you came. And I appreciate that. And the princess, once I make her aware of the situation, I'm certain will appreciate it as well.
5: (laughs) I'm looking forward to that reunion. (laughs) Mm.
4: And of course, if you need anything else from us, please just ask.
0: I will take care of one another. We will. While your physical lives will not be in danger inside Mm -hmm. of the Senate. Political death is always a possibility once you step into those halls. So let's not end any careers before they begin.
4: We'll watch each other's backs.
0: All right, then. I have a carriage out front. It should take you to the Senate. And once you arrive, simply uh, join the procession and hopefully everything will go smoothly.
5: Oh, don't say that out loud. That's guaranteed jinx.
0: <laughs> but
4: all right, table. nothing ever goes smoothly. Wouldn't be fun and if it did. that's just
5: adding to the jinx. You, you <laughs> keep that close to the vest and hope for the best internally.
6: In fact, let's hope nothing goes great. Is that better?
5: Y- yeah, kind of a break a leg sentiment.
4: Ah, no, break everything a leg.
5: Everything will be bad.
4: I've <laughs> done that before. It's not very fun.
5: I thought it was an
3: arm.
4: <laughs> Well, yes, but I have a life outside of you, Verity. Oh,
3: that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you insist,
1: oh, burn, oh, This is my favorite. Ross just firing. It was that delightful. was so good. Oh, that was great. We this is in. my
6: favorite relationship so far.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
6: like a sibling fighting type relationship. Yeah, yeah I love it. <laughs> we were cousins once, kind of, prior. Yeah. yeah, I mean, technically. Cousins-in-law? Cousins-in-law?
4: Cousins-in-law. Yeah. Cousins
6: yeah. yeah. All right, very well, if you insist. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Oliver just gives you a smile but then Joe turns back to (laughs) to the task at hand
2: I suppose we should uh, make our way then
0: very well the carriage will take you from outside and again let's go make some history Mm. Mm -hmm. she reaches out deactivates the chirping cricket uh, takes that and puts it away in her bag after a while it became like an almost just background sound to the point where you hadn't even noticed it Uh, to the point that now that it's been deactivated it's like wow this is actually quite Quiet. quite loud it's unnervingly quiet we get one of those
3: yeah. <laughs> as a strange Seriously. side note
0: uh while it seems to have in no way interfered with your conversation once she deactivate it deactivates it suddenly you can hear the muffled conversations from outside of this room mm,
1: very interesting we need to get one of these Maybe Please gonna tell fun. me she calls
4: that the noisy cricket
1: <laughs> <laughs> we call it if that.
5: she doesn't it's a missed opportunity i know no, right
4: unfortunately she hasn't seen that uh, particular play yet.
0: Yes,
1: the Men in Black,
5: the Gentlemen in Black,
0: in black. Yeah. the
1: Gentlemen, in Black. Yes,
0: she places this in her bag. Uh, I suppose each of you, you know, quickly finish uh, finish your drinks if you want. Although, of course, you're going to a giant gala, so you're sure that mm. there'll be more free drinks once you get there.
4: Yes, but probably not more Open tea. Bar. So
0: I will finish that. Yes, yeah, quick sip down of your tea. Make your way downstairs. Step outside. Uh, again, the festivities surrounding the Exaltation Gala have spread to the entirety of the city. Uh, and even as you make your way out, there's still like the banners flapping in the breeze uh, as the sun sets. The cool breeze coming in off of the uh, the river uh, that adds a certain bite to the air. A beautiful gilded white and gold carriage stands waiting for you. The footman steps down and with practice ease drops down the, the stepladder to lead up to the carriage door, stepping over and opening it. Uh, four white stallions watch lazily. That's Board. some Cinderella, That's Cinderella stuff. You make yeah. <laughs> they were formerly mice. They will be very confused after this.
6: We have until midnight.
0: I <laughs> Assuming that you uh, you step inside the yeah. lavishly appointed carriage. And the carriage rolls through the city streets of Opara. Looking out the window, you can see the festivities going on again throughout the this, this city. The Exaltation Gala is an exciting time in Opara uh, with far-flung visitors and rumors uh, swirling about the crowds. You can see people from as far afield as Chiliax and Galt to further south, Kadiran visitors, merchants from as far away as Katapesh, and perhaps even lands further south. Opara's population swells at this time of year. Music is played on almost every street corner as you pass, and at one point you are somewhat slowed down as a, uh, a Taldane phalanx procession of soldiers marches their way by full marching band, Mm. making their way past. The carriage quickly kind of weaves its way through here as your driver is obviously aware of the time-sensitive nature of your task, Mm. before eventually you make your way from the Lazy Lion Cafe, spiraling slowly up one of Opara's many hills to make your way to the Senate's hill, whereupon stands the Senate itself the carriage arrives and even by this point as the sun is steadily beginning to set you can see the long procession of people waiting of course uh, a line of carriages would block this all the way down to the end of the hill ah. and as such the carriage pulls to a stop the driver hops down steps over opens the door drops down the the three steps for you to descend down offers each of you a hand helping you out as i believe each of you are dressed in uh, in your noble finery hundred gold worth of uh, jewelry or yeah. precious metals and such worked into your fine clothing.
5: Though I think we're all wearing pants. Is anybody actually wearing a dress? Gwen is. Oh, Gwen's mm. wearing a dress. I'm wearing my cleric vestment, so it probably looks like I'm wearing a dress, but there's pants underneath this.
1: Mm. It That's would be part. weird if Cornelius was wearing a dress, so he's not. You could be. You
5: don't know. You might be wearing a kilt, <laughs>
6: not be, a dress. I was gonna say
1: could be, could be wearing a uh, like wizard
0: robes, but he's not wearing that either. Mm, yeah, because I was
6: like, I'm wearing my ceremonial armor, so I'm also dressed in pants.
0: Stepping down, I suppose you, uh, in proper Taldane fashion, cue. Oh, of course. (laughs) (laughs) No one cues
6: like
1: the the the, Taldane. All of our British listeners are like, yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, proper cue. Thank God. I didn't
4: think they were going to cue.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Verity looks at Felix and is like, so let's discuss infrastructure. We can pass the time in entertainment.
0: Mm. Uh, So quick mechanics. <laughs> oh no! He's, he's like, a no, not, no. <laughs> I want to
6: talk about building roads and maintaining bridges. <laughs> uh,
0: while you are standing here, uh huh, for the first fifteen minutes, it's kind of a quasi-social. Oh, can social oh, actually <laughs> nice, uh, You may, right. of course, chit chat with the uh, the surrounding nobles and such that are queued up here, and the mm. the line ahead of you or behind you, as the uh, again this procession is making it making its way at a snell's pace. Uh, so you may, if you so wish, uh, you may choose a subject if you wish, something like Princess Utropia, Grand Prince Stavian, or the Grand Day of Exaltation, if you want to know, know more about what this gala actually is about. Or you may just roll for general rumors.
5: Oh, I'd love some rumors. I was going to say, that feels very, very... Uh,
0: it is a diplomacy check or a knowledge local check to mm. roll for rumors or any of this information. Diplomacy is uh, better like than I said, local for me. If you want to drill down, your options are the uh, Grand Day of Exaltation, Grand Prince Stavian Third, Princess Utropia... Or you may roll for rumors. Mm. So I suppose uh, let's start with Jessica.
6: I'm gonna, I'm just gonna get some rumors. See if we can find anything interesting or helpful. Yeah.
0: So go ahead and uh, roll me a diplomacy check.
6: 16 for a 22.
0: All right, and go ahead and uh, bounce me a d10. A one. <laughs> okay. well, hopefully
4: that's good. Mm-hmm. I think it's more selective than necessarily whether it's good or bad.
5: Yeah,
6: true.
4: I, su- I suspect. I mean, I could be wrong. I don't have the sheet in front of me.
6: <laughs> no, you're always right, Ross.
0: Ah, uh, okay, fair enough. So, Verity, while talking to uh, one of the other nobles here, you know, you end up kind of just discussing about uh, the previous galas that they've been in, been to. Uh, this is mm. their third time at a senate gala, oh or the very least, they expect to make it in. Obviously, they're a very important person. How?
6: Mm. Well, of yep. course, of course, yes, without a doubt.
5: Yes, schmooze, schmooze.
0: <laughs> this then leads them to talk about the the entertainment that you find here. That's usually it's quite. They have uh, ice sculptures and some of the finest musicians in the entirety of the land. Mm. And one of them its uh, like, oh yes, uh, sometimes they have a little bit more gauche entertainment as it were. Uh, there was that, that wonderful, although somewhat uh, sad, if you will, clown. Uh, <coughs> you see, Mr. Smiles the Third. Oh no. <laughs> was, uh, oh my gosh, his name there's
1: a generations of Mr. Smiles.
0: I'm hoping he'll be in attendance tonight. His his black humor was quite amusing. You know, I saw him at Duke Talbot's reception earlier this week. The one where uh, Baron Javaris got into a row with one of his servants. Ah, that jester is delightful. Whimsical and biting all at once. And such a graceful juggler and acrobatic. A tad off-putting, though. He has this gray, motley motif. So, uh, if you do have a chance to see him while you're here, I highly suggest uh, Mr. Smiles the Third. I understand <laughs> is working with a, uh, with a renowned Wasilka the Fantabulous this year. Oh,
1: I feel like Mr. Smiles One and Two ended up in jail for some of the things that they said. <laughs> Who
6: was it you said got into a row?
0: Oh, Baron Javaris. Yes, yes, yes. It is uh, from what I understand one of his servants. Did not bring his uh, his favorite pipe tobacco uh, to this. It apparently, it was a huge thing. He lost his temper entirely. It was quite the uh, uh, the sad show, if you will. Oh. That being said, I had heard that his daughter hook up with a Pathfinder the last time that there was one in town. Scandalous. <gasps> scandalous all, all of the woes
2: <laughs> in Taldor. <Yep.
0: laughs> alright, Jordan, what are uh, what are you rolling?
1: Uh, You know what? I'll do the same. I'll go for
0: some rumors. Some rumors? Alright. Another diplomacy check, if you will, please. Oh, diplomacy? Uh, diplomacy Ooh. or knowledge local. Either, okay, alright. So, uh,
1: knowledge local, I roll a natural 20 for a 28.
0: 28? That will succeed. Go ahead and bounce me a d10. But uh, I roll an eight on the d10.
1: Eight,
0: all right. So Cornelius, you you kind of step off towards the side, still maintaining maximum distance from Verity, as you uh, chat with uh, one of the the, the group that's I come think in it's behind you.
2: Verity is keeping max distance from him. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, chatting with uh, with one of the young ladies there. Uh, this is apparently her first Senate uh, gala.
1: Oh. oh, me as well.
0: Mm. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm very excited for it. Uh, my my mother and father will not be attending. They said that they're uh, they're not certain it's going to be very much of a gala, as it were. Oh, uh, why not? Well, they said that the Senate took on a, a, a lot of new staff. Apparently, just uh, due to the, the size of the production here. Uh, new cooks, new servants. Um, and they said that new staff means subpar entertainment, food, and uh, service. So uh, they decided to, to sit this one out. They didn't want to uh, to blemish their previous experiences when they were here.
6: Mm. New
1: servants. Well, I'll have nothing to compare it to, so it'll be fantastic for us, I suppose.
0: Oh, I I, I certainly hope so. I understand that they've uh, brought in imported fireworks all the way from Tien, so uh, it should be a a grand celebration indeed.
1: Uh, Did we share the rumors that we heard when we were all sipping our teas and brandies?
0: I mean, you guys had a uh, time to chat on your drive okay, over because so. There's mm-hmm. that,
1: that rumor about the, the Kadir and assault and all this new staff. And I'm like, wait, that's actually sounding f- like plaz- plausible now. Well, I was
6: thinking we could infiltrate a staff at some point if we needed to, because everybody's new. Potentially.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's also true. Yeah. We were willing to get rid of our nobles outfits and, yeah, put on a Again, disguise. this really
4: feels like a hitman setup. It's like, oh, <laughs> by the way, they hired right? new staff, you know, so you might be able to. Yeah. You know. I'm
6: also wishing that I had tobacco.
0: Hmm. <laughs>
1: And it was just that guy's tobacco,
0: yeah. right? Could it be Ross clubbing someone over the back of the head and then taking their clothes? He's got, you gotta hit him with a fish, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, hit <laughs> him with a fish. fish. Is the perfect weapon. <laughs> One of those heat-seeking briefcases. Oh, God. <laughs> Heather? Heather? Uh,
2: I am going to get a feel for what the people in the line around me think about Princess Utropia.
0: Okay, so just gathering some information uh, basically yep. on Utropia herself?
2: Mm-hmm. I roll a 16 for a 24 on diplomacy.
0: So yeah, you you end up chatting up with a an older nobleman uh, standing in line ahead of you uh, who seems to be disinterested as uh, you know, his uh, his friend and acquaintance is going giving a blow by blow account to uh, Verity about this whole Duke Talbot's reception My thing. Lord. <laughs> <laughs>
3: She's
0: like mm. like mm, yes, yes, uh, Princess Utropia She's quite the social reformer. Uh, a very go-getter, young woman, he says of the nearly 40-year-old princess. Mm. "Yes, she's, uh, she's made quite the splash in the uh, political scene over the last couple of years, uh, mostly with her uh, establishment of schools and other public resources for the poor, uh, removing political or family restrictions for women and various minorities. Rumors have circulated for um, the last decade or so that, well, Obviously, the rumors have proven true that her ultimate goal was the overturn of primogeniture, or Ancient law stating that only male heirs, of course, may inherit the lion throne, as you are, Of course. Just like how
4: he's explaining to this, like she doesn't already know. She's this. a woman and he's telling her uh, how it is. First off, yeah, she's a woman <laughs> and he's, he's, manspl- gonna feel, he's mansplaining her right now.
2: Gwen just has, like, blank face <laughs> at this point. Like, like
1: okay, uh, we're going to probably see a lot of this mansplaining and we will call <laughs> uh, it out every single time. This would lead
0: to her becoming the first empress of Taldor. Uh, yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> which would be interesting from what I understand our our laws of primogeniture date back all the way to uh, the Aslanti so or Aslanti whichever you prefer I believe it's technically Aslanti but I haven't been in a history course in many years Uh, but the princess's reputation however is for uh, oh how's I say he brings up his finger to air quotes fighting in the streets Uh, I understand she's uh, reputed to be a skilled fencer they said that they trained her in that back at that uh Sonora Academy, I considered sending my daughter there, but I've heard that they put uh, curious thoughts into the minds of the young women oh, that are no! sent there. Oh, my Whoa. God. How'd you find this guy? However, the princess, many times in her 20s, uh, she is said to have matched blades with uh, certain politicians, those that she has denounced as being chauvinistic, uh, who would Love otherwise her. refuse to let her speak or act in political circles. Uh, it is said that she, in fact, uh, Uh, badly injured one of her opponents uh, and then subsequently uh, much to his chagrin uh, took his position on the stage to give the speech uh, in his place having thrown his out uh, the window but her early public duels helped her win her reputation uh, her unexpected support she's very well liked by the youths (laughs) Rick Rick is
1: playing this so well and it's driving me insane
2: (laughs) I love Princess Eutropia, I also
0: love the her. Best. Gwen is is just weird.
2: feels her temper swelling, and is like, "Nope, no, nope, gotta sad, control I think that." She has
0: earned her reputation as an <laughs> impolite and unladylike brute. <laughs> uh, Felix probably oh. just like
5: uh, is still in conversation with someone else, and just like gently pats you on the shoulder, <laughs> like, "Girl,
3: we get it. We're here.
4: It's going to be okay.
0: just
5: Solidarity. <laughs> we could kill this man with our little pinky, but it's
6: fine."
0: Heather starts her first rage song against this guy. Yes. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: do you want to respond to him or shall we just move on?
2: Gwen just just sort of nods, and turns around, and does like some of those like breathe in, breathe out. Goose brava. Yeah, because yeah, it's one of those other I don't need to lose my temper this early in the <laughs> evening. I hope this man has a heart attack and dies. <laughs>
4: I mean depending on how surprising this vote goes he might (laughs) (laughs) Oh my
2: (laughs) Jesus Christ He's
1: gonna need that fainting room (laughs)
0: Rachel What is uh, Felix up to?
5: Since uh, two people are already gathering rumors I don't have any locals so I'm going to ask about the exaltation day
0: So go ahead and bounce me a diplomacy or an old local
5: Uh, we will do diplomacy because I don't have no knowledge local. That is a 17 for a 23. Mm.
0: So you step up, you find a, uh, an older lady with her daughter here. One of those uh, kind of helicopter moms, like her daughter's (laughs) obviously maybe 15 or 16 or so. And she's constantly like reaching over there, adjusting her dress, fixing her hair, like, you know, the whole thing. The woman in question is in an overblown dress with a literal Bird cage built oh into god. her hair. my god. With a live bird.
5: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my <laughs> <laughs> god. Go.
0: Inside of it.
1: Well, that's a conversation starter right there. Oh uh, yes.
5: It's something. That's She'll get something. some
4: attention. And purposefully some... ignore it. Just ignore it. <laughs>
1: She's going to need a mage going behind her to clean up that bird. Fun
0: history <laughs> note. Very popular in France uh, back yeah, in the 1700s, But the older woman turns uh, as you you know, you know step over. Probably standard. Open this up. Throw out a couple of compliments and all the rest of that. Ask about the grand uh, ex- day of exaltation. Oh, dearie, is this your first time to the Grand Day of Exaltation, Gala? Uh,
5: yes. Usually I'm, uh, busy in my province, so...
0: you are in for a treat, my dear. Uh, The Grand Day of Exaltation, uh, one day every year when the Emperor elevates a commoner of unusual skill or service to the ranks of nobility. Because people travel all over the Empire to witness the exaltation the various balls and political events take place in the preceding week Um, I think it used to be some sort of military thing but now the Grand Day of Exaltation is expanded to uh, in essence embody the entirety of the week leading up to today Hmm. the senate votes on matters of national importance uh, on the Grand Day of Exaltation as it is when the eyes of not only everyone in Taldor uh, but even some of our less appreciative colonies turn their gaze back
5: that why you're here for this uh grand vote
0: <laughs> well some yes uh, but also my daughter of course has, uh, has come of age and i was certain that there are a couple of young senators that might be um interested i hear perhaps the uh the young lord castner might be looking for someone
5: castner <laughs> hmm? <laughs>
0: That's that's neither neither well. Stand up straight, dear. She just kind of pats her daughter on like the lower back. Is like, she yes, talking
5: she's... about my son? Yeah, I, yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out.
1: I was <laughs> actually, like, actually, was it the son? No, she the said the people? senator. So it's it's your brother. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Lord.
2: oh okay. That's yeah.
3: why I was
1: confused. Yeah, no, no like, it's the senator. Wait, she's city? after. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: He's like I'm forty, and he's older than me. And how old is her daughter? No, that's not happening. I, okay, so then my reaction was correct. <laughs> <because> <laughs> I'm just like.
0: Although notably for mm. the senators, he is still the young Lord Castner. Yeah. I don't know,
5: but that. Mm, Castner no. the
0: Younger.
4: <laughs>
5: I mean, I know the Castner senator is an upstart gentleman, but uh, perhaps. Uh, I mean, your daughter seems very young.
0: Oh, well, yes, true, true. But I mean, anyone of a strong political uh, standing would be fine. Don't want to marry down, you understand. Uh, I believe you said it was. Uh, I believe, Countess, um, you don't happen to have any young children.
5: I have a daughter.
4: Oh, no, quite. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I just like it's like, I don't know how to deal with this information. Regardless,
0: uh, I mean, it's I don't know what sort of position he'll be elevated to. But understand this year's noble to be is a a weaver, Hmm. a young man from the village of Breezy Creek. I've never heard of it, but it sounds like a pleasant place. His beautiful tapestries have adorned the royal palace and many of the royal homes for a decade. Uh, since his beginning of his apprenticeship, he is said to be the most skilled weaver in all of Taldor.
5: Fantastic.
0: I think he will be a fine addition to the uh, the noble circles. It'll be nice for him, I think, uh, to be able to walk the halls of which his tapestries adorn.
5: So why don't you introduce your daughter to the new elevated nobility?
0: Oh, I quite possibly will. I'll wait and see uh, exactly what titles are bestowed on him first.
3: No,
1: I see. <laughs> Who cares what he looks like? Who cares how much money he has? It's all about that title.
4: <laughs> yeah. Look, as long as we're going up in the world, I don't care. Yeah, as long as his
1: title is higher than mine, he okay.
2: If Gwen had overheard this conversation, she'd be like, My brother is not marrying your 16 year old daughter. I can right. just tell you that right now. Mm. <laughs> well, you know? that's why I was kind of like trying to get my face like, Yeah, that's. You <laughs> 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 sure about
0: that? Mm. <laughs> All right, Russ.
4: Oh, geez. All right. Well, I mean, it seems that uh, no one's asked about the Grand Prince, and as much as I'm. Not super keen to find out more about him. I think it's probably important we do. So. Time to find
1: out about that paranoia.
4: Yes. Just,
5: I feel so sad for him.
4: Yeah. So, quick question as well. Um, these diplomacy checks, do they count as um, gather information checks? In essence, yes. This is gathering intelligence. Gathering Very information. About. I do have the affable trait, which actually gives me a plus two on diplomacy Very checks nice. to gather information. So, Like, actually, people yeah. really
0: like to talk to me about things, so sure yeah in general i mean
2: i have a feeling oliver's like but i don't know why <laughs> <You> know? <laughs>
0: i really don't it makes no sense to me
4: <laughs> oh wow all right <laughs> so i rolled extremely well uh which is getting a little concerning for me but i rolled a 17 <laughs> uh for a 22 with the plus two is a 24
0: nice you find another uh, actually a younger noble gentleman um, he seems to be basically acting as the uh, like the escort, if you will, for these uh, for the two older gentlemen that uh, mm. Verity and uh, Gwen were talking to earlier.
2: Gwen looks like she's about to stab this guy.
4: <laughs> you know?
0: yeah. Oliver stays clear of this one.
2: <laughs>
5: Again, that's why Felix just periodically just reaches back and just like touches her arm and is like it's okay, and then goes back to rolling her eyes at this lady who's trying to marry her daughter off to everyone. No. <laughs> you
0: know? The young man here is also wearing ceremonial plate. Um, mm-hmm. And from what you can tell, apparently, is uh, also a active member of the Taldain oh. Felix. So oh, you kind of have a, you know, hey, we can Got engage a in a conversation there. here. Yeah. You know, you have a couple of like a quick introduction, polite conversation for a couple of moments. Kind of bring up the Grand Prince. The young man nods. Yes, I saw Grand Prince Stavian III uh, some two years ago, actually. Mm. Uh, he came and did a tour uh, when I was serving in Zamar down in the south. Mm. And uh, how did you find him? Um, he is our prince. Nice answer. <laughs> <laughs> he is indeed. Yes, I'm excited to see him here. From what I understand, he's hardly been seen for the last year or so. You know, after the death of his his son, Carius, that tragic riding accident. Uh, what was that? Yes, uh, twenty years ago. Twenty years ago. About yes, um, my father told me of it. I I wasn't born until after. There's a young woman over there, by the way. You should probably be talking with, but. Uh... <laughs> but with the emperor getting on in years. Uh, it seems unlikely that we'll see another prince, of course, considering that he, uh, and I, of course, respect our prince's choice, uh, chose not to take another wife. It is unlikely that we will see a clear line of secession uh, to, of course, a heir. And therefore, I believe the primogeniture vote is uh, a necessity. Tal'Dor needs the stability of a Stavian on the throne. Mm. Uh, and I do not care whether he or she um, is a he or she. Mm. But... The Emperor, of course, has made no secret of his disdain for Princess Utopia's social crusades. I'm actually quite surprised he's going to be here this evening. Especially her efforts of overturning primogeniture.
4: Hmm. It is odd.
0: Of course, I have heard that he's been in characteristically quiet this last year. Hmm. he has been rarely seen. Rumors have been circling through the troops that his health is slipping and that this may be why the Senate is pushing forward with a vote on primogeniture. Better to have a a radical change, as it were, to the the proceedings, then invite the instability and, and potential literal conflict inside mm. of our borders that a messy war for the throne would cause.
4: Yes, I think I, I think I speak for many of us when I say that um, civil war would be costly, dangerous, deadly, and would really just spend a lot of Taldon lives for very little.
0: Yes, He glances to the side a little bit towards the uh, the two older men. There are some who would seek the glory of the old days, but uh, war, if it can be avoided, should be avoided. I agree. Particularly war with Taldor fighting Taldor. Hmm. No one wins when brother fights brother. But hopefully this means that uh, the Grand Prince's appearance here, perhaps he's had a change of heart and is uh, willing to mend burnt bridges with his daughter. It would be what would be best for Taldor as a whole. Let us hope so. For Taldor. Mm, for Taldor, yes.
2: For Taldor.
1: That's how we know if they're a spies. spy, do they say for Taldor automatically.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Time passes. Mm. While many of the senators, of course, uh, were able to enter the uh, Senate building with minimal fuss, again, you see the occasional carriage just roll past all of you, stop. The senators themselves get out with their entourage and make their way up to the course. front door. They uh, have their with fast a procession of on. aides, staffs, attendants. Um, Every single senator that you see arrive usually has a minimum of three and sometimes a total of 15 uh, hangers on that they, they bring agreed. into the building with them.
6: I think I think it's weird that we're not with the senator, but we have senator badges.
0: Um, as they define it here, it is a, uh, where is it? Um, senators and other politicians of note traditionally hand out Senate aid badges of extinct or exiled family lines to guests they invite to Senate events, identifying them at a glance as guests rather than sending senators or staff. And they'll usually receive preferential treatment once they do get to the front of the line. But again, you basically have all been uh, shuffled into this expansive uh, line dedicated to the senatorial aides, minor nobles, the various others uh, deemed as, quote, like, people useful to people of import. Uh, the line progresses ponderously as you slowly make your way forward. Uh, some of the people have stated that, like, they've been here for a, a good amount of time uh, as they arrive just before you, and uh, some people talking about previous galas have said that it sometimes takes the better part of two to three hours like the gala will be going on in full before you actually get through uh, particularly if the Grand Prince is going to be in attendance Mm. because security is particularly tight so this
1: is one of those, you should have arrived four hours early and we definitely didn't.
0: As time passes, of course, uh, there are the entrepreneurial spirits of Taldor uh, that are also <laughs> here. Overeager merchants uh, who make their way up and, uh, and offer food stuff or drinks and everything <laughs> while you're standing in line. Sometimes they will offer to sell uh, other novelty wares, mm. including uh, touting flag pins, which are very popular. Oh,
1: There's somebody selling bottled water for a silver piece.
0: Yeah, (laughs) probably as time passes, of course, you get to listen to the other nobles here uh, bemoaning the weight, touting their respective level of importance based on their associated association with the affiliated nobles, uh, senators, some of them that are uh, not nobles themselves, but simply aides. upon hearing as you're carrying on other conversations, any of you drop your own titles quickly kind of sidle over to start doing the politicking things. So I was like, oh, you, you said count. Oh, I see. <laughs> ah. I'm only serving an oral right now, so um, let's talk. <laughs> do you need a servant?
1: There's that, that woman with the 16-year-old kid is like, wait a second. How do you do? Are you single?
0: <laughs> like, oh, God. You're
6: only 20 years older than my daughter.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's only 20 years older.
0: Maybe maybe with the Darahan, it's just one of those like, oh, obviously uh,
6: Marisette's taken by the
0: family. Marisette's gonna marry their sister or something.
6: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: That was a perfect kiff noise, by the way. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) Regardless, though, the entire affair is tiresome. Uh
1: huh. I mean, it's not like we're coming here for pleasure, so, you know.
0: You've gotten about halfway through the line as it marches its way up, chit chatting with the others, before a woman approaches all of you. What seemed to be one of the numerous inspectors that have been walking up and down. Uh, dressed mm. as she is in a um, breastplate with uh, arm guards, this almost bowl helmet with a large till plume, and wearing blue and green striped pants in the color of Tal'Dor. Reminds me quite clearly of the Swiss Guard. Yeah, uh, yes, it's really really very much like the Swiss bit, yeah. Guard. Yeah, it's
6: cool. Mm.
1: I like their plumes are like little mohawks.
0: Yep. Very cool. yeah. That's
6: the Roman flair, I guess. Mm. It's a bit
1: of
0: the Roman flair, yeah. Um, as the sun is steadily setting in the distance, you can see the uh, the gleaming white edifice that is the uh, the Senate building sitting atop it, the hill. The woman approaches all of you, glances over the uh, the five of you. Excuse me, I will need you five to come with me. Random inspection. All right. Of course. Very well. The woman takes you aside. Uh, anyone that wishes to may go ahead and make me a sense motive check if I they shall. so yeah. wish. Yeah, Hopefully. we will. Oh, uh, I do apologize because this is going to get into something. Uh, I wi- am going to be doing sense motives as secret checks. Oh, secret uh, sense okay. motives um, like for this campaign.
1: Let me oh, do that. Okay. So, Even better. I, re-roll. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a good wo- roll, so I'll be sad probably.
5: I'm very sad. I had a very good
1: roll. Don't worry. We'll only forget that like for the next fifty episodes that that's supposed to be secret.
0: So you'll so, add a little extra to the intrigue. The woman takes all of you aside, uh, leads you a short distance off. Uh, By short distance is more or less like out of earshot of everyone else here. As she turns back, you can tell uh, she's probably a woman in her mid thirties, mid to late thirties, with somewhat tan skin, although obviously from a a good amount of time in the sun and auburn hair, which is cut short. Her eyes are a piercing shade. You can't quite tell if they're green or blue. Mm. Good evening, lords and ladies. Good evening. My name is Kathleen Zalark. We have a mutual friend.
3: Ah.
4: I take it this is not an inspection then?
0: No, not at all. Uh, I will need to perform a, a short inspection of each of you. After which, I'm going to deem you as being respectable members and also late and uh, advance you to the front of the line. We don't have time to waste on this. Delightful. No, much appreciated. Keth and Knotts, Uh takes a moment to uh, search over each of you. Uh, after the, uh, the inspection, which is a rather short affair, uh, she glances over all of you. I don't believe any of you are actually trying to uh, bring in any vol- volatile equipment or hiding mm. any poisons <laughs> no. or... I so say, the playing cetera, cards count as contraband. <laughs> I going to say, I don't
1: think anything in my spell component pouch is even remotely dangerous. Mm. Mostly just gross. Uh,
0: but after doing a quick inspection, she nods. Well, all of you look to be clear to me. Uh, as a side note, uh, how I've just patted you down is specifically the way that all of the guards here are trained to do so. Hmm. She points to a couple of places on... Uh, you know, each of your like just kind of like here, 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 and here, if you are looking to slide something through uh, mechanically, Dang. this will give you a plus two circumstance bonus and slide oh, of hand nice. check specifically against the nice. members of the Taldane uh, senatorial guard.
1: Nice, I love, I love that there's specific gaps that they know about but don't cover
0: mm-hmm. in How their training. Well, That's it's weird. it's more along the lines of there are certain places that you do not pat a noble. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay.
1: That okay. You know what? That makes a lot more sense.
0: Yeah. So it's just like, no, it's like for the commoner, that's fine. But if if you're a nobility, it's like they're specifically not going to, you know, risk being in certain areas.
1: Do not cup check the nobility. I got it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not even with the back of the hand.
1: (laughs) Yeah, as as you say, back of the hand the entire time while you're doing (laughs) it. Back
0: of the hand, back of the hand. Back of the hand, (laughs) back (laughs) of the hand. Instead, you are led to the front of the line. Uh, much to the grumbling of a number of other nobles here. <laughs> uh, although some of them do elbow one another if they are uh, roll high enough on a knowledge nobility to recognize that you're of a higher station than many of the other nobles present. Mm. Uh, even though you are not, uh, you know, you have small lands and very little political power.
1: Or some of us are remote as all get out and I live so yeah. far to the north I never come down. Respect so.
0: the name, <laughs> respect the title in these cases mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you make your way steadily forward to the, uh, the front of the line. From here, you are led... Uh, All the way up uh, to the base of the literally hundred white marble steps that make their way up to the Senate building. Time to get our cardio in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hundreds of nobles, senatorial aides, visiting dignitaries mingle as they make their way up the stairs in a slow stately progression uh, made very slow from for those nobles who have extraordinarily extravagant or overblown <laughs> trains or trails and uh, or their large entourages that they're trying to coordinate. Uh, some of them trying to drag with them uh, petulant and spoiled children uh, <laughs> up the stairs to witness history. Mm. As they're like, why couldn't I have taken my pony up these stairs? <laughs>
3: Oh, I'm tired. And it's
0: just assumed all of them do
4: have ponies.
0: <laughs> Papa, where's the manservant? I want to be carried. <laughs> Why couldn't we take a palanquin?
4: I've been ever so good today.
2: <laughs> what do you mean I have to use my legs to climb stairs? I'm a noble. My legs are <laughs> sticks.
1: <laughs> they're all like mingling as they go up, which is really just them pretending to mingle because they're all just like.
6: <sighs> well, you take a few steps, then you talk.
0: Yeah, mm. and then you
1: take a few steps and talk.
0: As you ascend the stairs up ahead of you, you see the Senate building. Massive columns hold up the exterior of the building, all done in the what most people consider to be the traditional Taldane style. Although, of course, those of you a little bit more versed in history or architecture and engineering are aware that this is a style Taldor inherited all the way back from the ancient Aslanti. Mm-hmm. These massive marble columns, once gilt in gold, uh, now simple white Edifice, the tall rotunda standing over over this, lit permanently by magical fire uh, that oh, causes right? it to gleam and wink as if it's its own constellation of stars in the darkening night sky above it, as you ascend up the slow, plodding progression to the massive senatorial building. And as you reach the top Ooh. of the steps. And view the Titanic structure ahead as you approach wow. the Arcade of Triumphs. We'll pick it up here next time. Oh
3: man!
1: <laughs> oh man! But up, but up, It took us an entire episode just to get to, into this
0: building. <laughs> I mean, get we had ready a two party. <laughs> if you look way down there at the bottom and zoom in really far, yeah,
2: this building oh is—you yeah. so can,
0: you can see your tiny little characters there. <laughs> Uh, so yes, thank you all for joining us this uh, today. Whenever you're listening to I was going to say this evening because you guys are at evening time in the game, but uh, whenever you are <laughs> listening to this. And of course, thank you to uh, all of our patrons uh, for their continued support. Uh, if you would like to support us, you can do so over at uh, patreon.com uh, slash find the path. And uh, there you'll of course gain access to uh, various exclusive things to our patrons as well as our exclusive uh, Patreon RSS feed, uh, which yep. does include our playthrough of the Tyrant's Grass Adventure. if that little tease earlier about the shining crusade got you interested oh what about this tarbethon guy i wonder what he's up to uh (laughs) go and check that out uh and as always thank you to everyone for listening and uh check back in uh, as the third episode should be available right now for you to listen to uh what happens to our uh, our noble lords and ladies as they enter into the uh, the shark pool that is the Taldane Senate? Will they oh, sink geez. or
5: will they swim? Will they need a bigger boat?
0: <laughs> yeah. We are
5: definitely gonna need a bigger boat. I'll
0: need yes. so, oh, so, okay. so, yeah, a bigger <laughs> boat. <laughs> I'm thinking of
5: all the sharks. Anyway.
0: <laughs> Goodbye, Pathfinders. I don't have a chainsaw. Goodbye, Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. War for the Crown is copyright 2018. War for the Crown and the Pathfinder Venture Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.